Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here on this spooky night with my brother and co-host, <laughs> Devin O'Hara. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> so this is our uh unofficial official halloween episode so we've What's got official? some fun <laughs> it's official some uh some fun scary things to talk about so Devin, why don't you uh why don't you lead us off with this week's quote <clears throat> see if i can do it in one go you ready yeah here we go once upon a midnight dreary while i pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. As distinctly I remember, it was the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's crease of sorrow, Sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels l- named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Intro music. Now. 20, there's 20. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I could listen to you tell scary stories all day long, my friend. Ooh. I can read <laughs> the other. I can read. I can read the other twenty verses. <laughs> yeah, right. I was and like, I wonder how long it's going to go. <laughs> no, it was great. It's like you're. You have just like the soothing voice, like just deep enough and a little grumbly enough. I was like, oh, this is good. I was like getting into it. I had my eyes closed, so I could really be in the moment. I was like, yeah, yeah, give it. <laughs> uh, that was great. That, that is <laughs> the Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, what a that's such a such a beautifully written poem, and just the like the um, the pace and the you know like the rhyme scheme and everything. It's just so like so well done. And I mean, yeah. it's the reason why it's so famous. You know, it's <laughs> right, amazing. Edgar Allan Poe, he's going places. <laughs> there is one uh, one poet and I can't I can't remember who it is and I I can't even remember the name of the or no the name of the poem is called the Highwayman and it's one that I heard in college I think it was and and it had the same type of like poetic gait to it and um, right right I just remember like about like he was a, a highwayman as a you know like a, a highway robber you know mm-hmm. like on like old you know robbing stagecoaches and he had like these like pistols and they and i remember him them being like the pistols gleaming in the moonlight da, 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 you know like it had that same type of like tempo as as uh as the raven i always loved it but that's yeah. a good one <laughs> um for those who don't know uh Edgar Allan Poe lived in baltimore for a certain part of his life he died in baltimore mm-hmm. um and that's why the Ravens are the Ravens, which is the only NFL team named after a book or a poem. Yeah. 
So that's kind of cool. I forget who I was talking to, maybe my coworker or something. She was like, I never knew that. (laughs) Like really never thought that the Raven is from, that's right. No, because I was talking to her about, because I was saying that I had started watching, um, Oh, the show, the, the fall of the house of Usher. Yeah. And so I was telling her a little bit about it and how it's based off of, you know, Edgar Allan Poe, um, things and all. And then it came up in a conversation. She was, I think she had heard sometime in the last like year or two or something about the fact that the Ravens were named after the Raven from, uh, yeah. from yeah. Edgar Allan Poe. And she was like, yeah, just, you know, lived here in Baltimore off and on for like 15 years and never knew that. Never thought about it. She's not a, like a big sports fan, but even still, you know, yeah, it was, uh, it was funny. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> So, that's, um, that's great. yeah, love. I had a teacher in middle school who that was his thing. And I feel like months and months of the class was just studying Edgar Allan Poe and going through. I mean, he had Edgar Allan Poe posters. Nice. Like the mask <laughs> of the red death and the, and the wall one. And, and I mean, I forget yeah. them all now, but we like really went through them all and like went through his whole life and the whole, like all of Edgar Allan Poe, just really nice. cool stuff. Uh, it's like that's perfect middle school like if you're gonna throw in some poetry oh yeah do some like spooky people death dying people getting buried in walls alive like that's that's (laughs) how you'll get like a teenage boy into poetry (laughs) into writing and poetry yeah right Right. exactly (laughs) throw it throw a horror twist to it oh yeah it's great i can buy that (laughs) um yeah, yeah, I haven't done a, I haven't probably, done like an Edgar Allan Poe dive in a long time, and it's, well, yeah. I need to, or at least like, I don't know, watch a documentary, just get the, yeah, 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 because like he's got such a such a great uh, way he writes, and it's very like specific mm-hmm. to him, you know, and you know it's it's like Shakespeare, as in like Shakespeare is somebody who writes that way that's very specific to Shakespeare. You know, Edgar Allan Poe is the way he writes is very specific to right. him. It doesn't, he doesn't kind of fall into a category with a bunch of other writers. Um, so like, you know, it's, uh, yeah. And you, well, again, start reading along and it's like the, the language and the, and the, the, um, you know, the vision and like the imagery that he alludes to. It's like, it really like gets builds a place, you know, like you're in this scary moment. It's like, you almost got to read those books, like in the dark, you know, (laughs) really get behind it. You know, it's like watching a scary movie in your house. You got to turn off the lights and turn up the volume. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't, uh, wuss out. And like, I'll be on my phone. Like, yeah, it's not that scary. Yeah. Cause you're not in it. Yeah. Right. Turn those lights off, crank it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna okay. if you're gonna do it, do it. <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of spooky movies and things, um, mm-hmm. yeah. we've, well, we finished the knife, fork, and spoon. That's not the spooky bit. <laughs> oh, Scotlery. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but after that, I I was talking to Dust. I was like, hey, why don't we make like a little Halloween short right after yeah. we're done? Because I think we'll be done early. And maybe yeah. for the first time ever we were. I mean, we didn't totally oh, finish it up. Miraculous. If we would have wrapped yeah. it up like normal and done the end, and the, we probably would have right. been there until 10. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, right. Uh, yeah. Thumbnails and the, yeah, the outro and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But we, um, no, we wanted to do a little like um, a skit where Dustin's out there alone um, blacksmithing. And then he gets approached by 
at first we were thinking zombies, but then as right, I, I thought more and more about it, I wanted to show like their faces, you know, because that's the scary yeah. part, looking out and seeing the things standing there, like from your point of view. Yeah, facing. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I edited just half of it. I edited up to nice. the slow motion part. So I sent you the All video. Right. Nice. Oh, okay. Uh, how about this? So I'm going to play it on my phone so they can kind of hear as you listen to it. Okay. But take your headphones off and just listen. Put your mic away from your phone so, like, okay. only you can hear it or, like, mute your mic. And then I'll play I'll play the video over top just so they can hear some some uh, some spooky gotcha. sounds. Okay. So, uh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Or, or just, yeah, hit your mute and then watch it. You know, turn it up as loud as you yeah. can on your phone. And then I will play some some spooky spooky shorts and you'll get the audio of it. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to hit mute. And then at about three seconds after I hit mute, I'll start playing it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Just so you know, we can get timing right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. And muting now. All right, guys. I'm going to play the spooky, spooky short. Okay, I know. I'm sorry, folks, if that was not like <laughs> if none of that sound came through because I'm just holding the phone up. But um, I wanted Dustin's like live reaction because a lot of times I send him stuff and then I don't get to like hear him see it or or like watch him see it. So this will be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, so the short is Dustin's out out there blacksmithing and then the people creep up on him what do you think does oh man that was so awesome i actually started talking into the mic and i'm like oh my shit i'm still <laughs> muted but <laughs> it was so good oh it was so good yeah it's funny i like muted and then i was like holding the mic the phone away from my mic and they're like they're gonna hear it but like wait that's the whole point i'm muted <laughs> oh it's awesome i love the like the looking back and forth the stuff and uh, yeah yeah it's great it's like just like funny enough and scary enough to like uh it's awesome yeah and the whole like looking out through the dark that was the thing that i think when you were talking about it's like oh that's such a good idea because when i'm working in the smithy at night all the lights are on and facing down underneath the smithy and so like you know i get this bubble of maybe 15 or 20 feet maybe you know at a max outside of the smithy that i can see but past that it's just all blackness you know like right, like right. you would assume you know being in a lit area and looking out in the dark without any lights facing out so you know having the even like when you were you went over into the bushes at one point and got some shots, like looking through the trees, you know, through the bushes back at me. I couldn't see you at all. Like, right. you know, the fact that just, there could be someone out there standing in the bushes looking at me and could see me perfectly well, and I could <laughs> see nothing. Like, right. so the fact, like, looking out, nothing's there, and then you look out again, and there's people standing there. Yeah. I would, I would literally shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> people wearing masks. Yeah, and they're, they're yeah. masks. They're Sean and, uh, Crin wearing masks yeah. and capes and, and they got axes and they come at him and then he's like shocked, right? And then and then he uh 
and he does like a uh, that 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 swishing around. Yeah, that's looking good. at different yeah. weapons and tools, <laughs> um, and then from there, dust the music will kick back up, and there will be yeah. the slow motion of you grabbing it and then nice. going to work. That's oh, great. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. I know, and we talked about like how we want to put it out as like a regular video or a short or whatever, but. I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a great, like, it's just a, it's like, you know, any like short film, it's just fun, you know? And, and it was fun to shoot. It probably took us what, like an hour and a half maybe to film it total. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No. And, uh, you know, that's whatever that was probably 10 or 15 different shots, you know, and done each one, like done a couple of times, but yeah, no, they all worked great. I mean, you didn't need any sounds. So that was easy. No. We just, yep. Just getting your actions, getting you hitting the the anvil a few different angles, and then right, yep, editing it together in a creepy way. Yeah, I like that view from below that you had. You know, looking up at me. Right. Yeah. It's kind of, like, yeah. It gives it kind of a like an unsettled. Yeah. It's that weird yeah. kind of funky low high angle. Like, what's what's going on? Right. And you can only see me. You know, I'm like I'm looking out. Like, what am I looking at? You know, you can't see anything around me. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like you know, it could be something just like two feet to the right. Right. There. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it was fun. It was fun to make and fun to think about, you know, cause I think obviously in your head, you had imagery of what it would look like. Yeah. Um, and so, so did I, you know, I had this idea of like, I think we, we talked about it, like the whole, like looking at the different weapons, you were like, Oh yeah, maybe you can grab an ax or something. And I was like, well, I was like, yeah, but I also have like other things in the smithy that are kind of weapon like, you know, and I guess you had, you had the idea of grabbing a sword. Right. And I was like, well, I have like, you know, there's like hammers there and then there's a, a grinder and there's a big saw and there's, you know, like tongs and there's all sorts of different stuff that could be weapons. Right. Know? So it was like, choo, choo, look around the different weapons and then look up at the sword. <laughs> like, Hey, yeah. My original sword. thought with that was looking up at the sword is in, um, pop fiction. Is it pop fiction or is it reservoir dogs? No, it's pop fiction. Remember when? Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're when they're like in the pawn shop or whatever. He's in the pawn shop, and the guy is getting uh, tortured by the two yeah. hillbillies. Yeah, right. And then yeah. he's he's on his way out, and then he stops and he looks up and he sees that pawn shop katana, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back down. So that was yeah. that, that was like I thought like that cool, but then nice. Once we kind of come up with the idea, like, oh, like you were like, I got all these weapons, I don't know, and I think I was saying like, oh, you could like look yeah, back and forth, looking, and that yeah. was like, that might be like Shaun of the Dead or something, right? And that's when I, was, I was thinking, it's almost like, um, like Evil Dead, you know, that like, yes, yes, that that close that up too. on the eyes, yeah, yeah. And shoo, 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 uh-huh. looking around at different things, like, uh-huh. uh-huh. that like over exaggerated scariness, you know, where you're right. pushed up really close on his face, and it's like, right. ah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's right, yeah, those two, I think, yeah, cool. <laughs> so that will come I guess we'll probably put it on, out on Halloween day yeah, yeah. it'll be a short and uh I guess on Instagram or a reel a reel yeah, on, on Instagram on and Instagram, a short, short on, YouTube. on YouTube yeah yeah one of those things <laughs> there's fun. a vine on whatever and a blah 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 on whatever <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a s- film on on capture films mm. I don't know <laughs> what's your uh what's your plans for Halloween with the with the with the kids, so this Saturday we're going to do a trunk or treat. Mm-hmm. The firehouse near us is having one, Maryland Line, so we're going to go to that. Nice, nice. Um, and then we might go to Drew's. 
Oh, classic. To take the, to oh, take no, the kid. Yeah, yeah. No, not, not yet. Yeah, Over, not older. His new place. But still, it's still <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of a neighborhood. So Yeah, that's great. We might, if we, I, I, we'll see how, we don't, we'll see how Trunk or Treat goes. Right. We might yeah. just stay in on Halloween day, right. actual. But uh, Maeve got her little um, Minnie Mouse costume. Oh, Yeah. And at first I was like, damn it, because I was, um, I was thinking... Caitlin was like, um, we need a costume for Maeve. And then I never said it out loud, but I was going, okay, well, in like two days, I'll go to Walmart and we'll just go pick one out. That's fun. Right. And then I was talking to Caitlin. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. She's like, oh, I already have one coming. <laughs> I was, oh, it's just mini, like, it's just cutesy. Like, I wanted to go for like fun or funny, but, um, <laughs> but she does look really. Minnie Mouse is pretty cute. Very pretty and cute. So. Yeah. It's not so bad. <laughs> Well, Minnie Mouse, that's cute, and I like it. Um, yeah, we're uh, we'll be going to the the Greens again you know, in the nice neighborhood. So, oh yeah, you know, it's right. a good like nice walking distance, and and they uh, we always end up having like dinner there and hang out for a bit, and then we go and walk and eat some candy. And it's funny, uh, it's probably four or five years ago. Um, we 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 went and trick or treated and got back to the house and the kids always they do this thing where they all lay out all their food all the all the like snacks they got and then they do a trade you know they're like okay what do you oh, want yeah. what do you yeah. like like let's let's trade off everyone's happy everyone gets the things they like you know mm-hmm. and uh, and so they're all eating it and I think. Um, their youngest son, their youngest, their son, David was like, you know, how many, how much candy can I eat? And Brian, who's always like a pretty, like, he's a pretty strict dad. Like things are pretty strict in their house. Like, you know, very like, you know, always manners, always like just, you know, he's raising his kids well, but like pretty tight. He's like, you can eat as much as you want. Like if, if you get a stomach ache, then you'll know next year how much to eat. I was like, dang, (laughs) like it was, it was like, a different way to like parent. I was like, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, He's like, if I get a want, stomach but... ache, I'm going to forget by next year. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> well, yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's Halloween. Like, as much as you want, but just know, like it was that kind of like, it was like a not eat as much as you want. It was a, eat as much as you want, but know that if you eat too much, like you're going to have a stomach ache, but this is your yeah. night to like, yeah. eat, it's your candy, eat what you want. Right. I was like, oh, that's it's cool. A, I like that. It's a, it's a part of it too. Like, Mom and they never really told us. We and we took the bags. You know, you take your bag to to your. It's your room. It's yours, right? Yeah. And no one's policing how much you ate, where the candy went. It's like you have a bag of candy, and then it just it would like disappear. Mine would disappear in like three days. And Drews, (laughs) Drews, we always talk about Drews would keep his forever. I'd have to like beg for like a Jolly Rancher or like you know in desperation. You're like, no. Oh, maybe so cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> <a little> smiling. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so it'll be fun. She'll yeah. be Minnie Mouse and we'll go around and nice. do a trunk or treat, which I've never done. So I'll be interested. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's good. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't have, I don't really have any kids to do it, you know? So. Right. But well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I wouldn't right. go I just know if you had done it before, like you know, last year, or the year before, mm-hmm. like that. No, nope. we went to we, uh, went to Parkville for that. We did a trunk or treat when Corinne was. Uh, let's see, she would have been maybe just over one, right? Because she's her birthday September fifth. Yeah. So 
so like you know one in a couple months whatever um and uh we had the cutest little costume for her I, yeah she was definitely young because i remember she still didn't have much hair yet because she definitely didn't get much hair until she was like after one right. um she was uh we made nicole made a an octopus costume for her oh, yeah. and so it was made out of a purple hoodie so she wore the purple hoodie with the hood up and on top of the hood were like two big eyes and then um <laughs> at the at the bottom of the hood and it was kind of a little bit bigger for her, at the bottom we attached the eight legs that just like dangled down and almost touched the ground but not really but they would all like move so when she would walk they'd like jiggle oh my gosh it was the <laughs> cutest little costume we went to a uh a trunk or treating at a drive-in theater um, and did that. So it was like, it was great. Cause it's all the cars all together, you know, like everyone and just lined up and they had a, they had a costume contest, but we missed it somehow. They were like, yeah. And the costume contest is done. We're like, Oh no. Oh. And we have like a video of her walking around this little costume, but we also can't <laughs> find that either. <laughs> like, oh. It was so cute though. But yeah, trunk or treating was fun. Right. Cause then it's like all closed together and one after the other and all. Yeah. I think that's good for little kids. Yeah. But then, you know, after they're all like five and upwards, I'm going to, we're going to do, I mean, maybe next year too. We just, I mean, we did real treasuring last year, so yeah, maybe yeah. we'll do it next year. Um, right. But I think you kind of have to do it. Like it's a part of it to go around the houses and yeah. it's fall out and you're, it's nighttime and it's on Halloween. Like yeah. not, not the weekend before or after it's like on the night. It's like, it, it, I remember being excited by that. Like that was yeah. the cool part. Right, exactly. Yeah, and just, I mean, we always went to our, our grandmother's house, which is where Drew lived for a while as well, which is just row houses, mm-hmm. you know, street, like blocks and blocks of row houses, which is the best for trick-or-treating. <laughs> like, yeah. one after another, just, you know, each each stairway is you know, like 18 feet apart. Like, boom, 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 right. boom, 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 right. boom, But, yeah, no, that was, it was great. It was classic. Good old days. But, yeah, so we're, uh, like I said, we're going to the Greens and... uh we're going to have dinner there. And I think, I think Corinne's going to go, I'm not sure what she's going to wear on the evening of Halloween. Maybe her dragon queen costume, which is the kind of thing that we made for her for, uh, for the Renaissance festival this year. I think she's going to wear that, but I'm going to wear my full Renaissance festival gear to school on Tuesday. Oh, nice. They put a lot of effort in those costumes, you know? So <laughs> I was like, that'd be fun. Get a few days out. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't No, no wooden swords, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> that'd be that'd fun be cool. um yeah yeah so happy halloween everybody we're gonna dustin's gonna tell some spooky stories <laughs> yeah i have i have Almost a couple hurting themselves uh-huh yeah some uh some shop potential shop horror <laughs> as well as uh weird things that have happened to me over my life and maybe when i tell stuff maybe it'll bring some memories out of devin he'll think of some <laughs> as well we'll see so I have, um, I have, I'll start off by, by, uh, with two acts, accidents, <laughs> <laughs> two accidents. Um, and, uh, I, I was thinking about these cause, you know, thinking about what things as like shop, you know, accidents or shop stories, horror stories and things. And fortunately knock on wood, um, <laughs> oh shit, I just made the dogs bark <laughs> <in the> living <laughs> room. <laughs> um, you know, fortunately I haven't gotten seriously injured in the shop, which is great, you know, and uh, hopefully you know, I can live my entire life with that same statistic. Yeah. Um, but I have had a few things here and there and, and like things that pop into my mind were always like things that happen with axes. Cause all of, all of my axes are always really sharp. All the ones that I, 
you know, tune up and restore for use. Um, and so one time, uh, I was actually helping Sean. He asked me to come over and we had, there was a, a downed Oak tree that, um, one of his other neighbors had come up and bucked with a chainsaw into shorter lengths. Yeah. Um, and we were, we were, uh, chopping it into pieces, um, and then tossing it into my truck and actually driving it up to where his house was. So we were in the woods out past his house, um, right in the same spot where you and I filmed the video uh, with Grin in the woods there, where okay, we did the yeah. uh, charring of the axe handle. Um, and so we're there. And we're like, we've been, we've been there and I brought a, a, you know, five or six different axes just to try different stuff. And we've been chopping for a while and, you know, getting a little bit more and more tired. And, uh, and so I, I used at one point, I was like, well, let me try using my double bit, you know, just to, just to try it. I don't usually use double bits all that often. And so I'm using that. I'm, I'm swinging and it's, I'm chopping some wood up. It's fine. Everything's going fine. And, and so I hit this one piece and it doesn't really like split very well. So I pull the ax out and then I chop again. And same thing It like it splits, but it doesn't, um, come apart, right? So there's like long stringy fibers that are kind of holding it together. And so what I'll do typically is if that happens, like if it's right on the edge of coming apart, you can kind of just like twist or push down on the back of the ax and, and like wedge it open and then it would pop apart. So I did that with the double bit, you know, but obviously it's a blade facing up. So I just put my hand on the side and I push down and so imagine the blades into the wood. I'm reaching up with my right hand. I'm pushing down to my right and the whole blade slipped out of the log and flipped. So the blade part that was down in the log flipped up and into the top of my right arm, my right forearm <laughs> and like quickly, you know, and this is a razor sharp ax cause they're all razor sharp. And it just like really quickly just flipped around and just like banged into the top of my, on my right forearm. And, uh, and I just like look over and my, my, skin just like splits open and blood just like pours down my arm. <laughs> so I have, um, I had leather gloves on. So I just grabbed my arm with my leather, my leather glove for my left hand. And I'm like, oh, I just got my arm. And so I just, um, I, <coughs> sorry. Um, like I told Sean, Sean, I there like, all right, I'm going to walk up. Like, it's not, you know, I, I could see that it was not bad, bad, right? It's in the spot that's not hard. Well, it didn't have any tendons or anything, but it hit, like, the skin pretty good and, and like, put a good, like, long gash in my arm. Um, yeah. So I just grab it. I'm holding it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk up to the house, just, you know, text Kate or give her a call. I don't know. I'm coming up. And then I have, like, a cut on my arm, and we'll we'll clean it when we get there. So so I did, and it was it was fine. But it definitely uh, it left a good scar. I now have a scar that looks like, well, what Corinne and, Corinne and I call it is Maui's hook from the movie uh, Moana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a big hook he has, so it's kind of a maybe an inch long. Uh, and then at the bottom, it curves to the right and makes a hook. So nice uh ax accident that was uh that was probably the worst that i've had um with an axe um my second axe story is uh a lot less dramatic but i was uh walking we we had some friends around I have, probably with sean again because obviously sean and i always love doing axe stuff together of course <laughs> and so we were uh they were over and i think this might've been around like COVID time. Cause I think they may have come over and they were camping in our backyard. Cause we were, tr you know, looking for fun things to do with the kids that we didn't have to go on vacation somewhere. Cause you know, the whole world was falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so we were kind of walking around the property, um, 
just to get some firewood so we could have the fire in the backyard. And I, I went down in the shop and I just grabbed an axe and I had, I think it was summer or whatever, cause I had flip flops on and we were just walking across the field and I was not even like doing anything. I was just holding the ax down to my side, but I guess I was just like holding it too low and it just, mm. and I just bumped the top of my foot with the ax. <laughs> and of course, again, razor sharp ax, I just like bumped it and I was like, Oh, you know, it didn't even hurt at all. But I looked down and my foot was just like covered in blood. I was like, Oh, <laughs> you know, so of course, like I said, it was like, not, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just by the time I like looked down, it was just like blood pouring down my foot. And I was like, Oh man, and I walked back and you know, got like harassed and made fun of from all the ladies. Cause like, what are you doing? Walking around with an ax with flip flops on blah, blah, blah. I wasn't even chopping. Get out of here. I know that I know how to not chop my own foot, <laughs> but Just obviously slicing. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to walk with an axe. Apparently, <laughs> right. I do have can't a, transport it. Yeah, I do have another. I have a pair of boots. Uh, I I used to have a pair of boots that had like an axe cut in it from something. I guess at some point hit my foot, but I think it was a similar type of thing where I was like holding the axe and like kicked forward. And was like, oh man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so fortunately, again, knock on wood. A little bit later this time, I haven't had any uh, more horrific uh, axe accidents yet. Accidents. That's accidents. a good title for the spooky accidents. <laughs> I there was a, I have had some close calls as a kid, mm-hmm. not with axes, but I was just thinking of like when I've almost died. Mm-hmm. One was at um um Miss Linda's. Yep. In in Towson, right? Mm-hmm. Remember their zip line? Yep. And it was when it was it across a stream or was it just a field? Um, I have a feeling at the bottom of the hill was a small stream. I think they had a swing that was over a stream. So maybe but then that the zip line was a different thing. Yeah, the zip line was high up and a pretty far zip, if I can remember correctly. Like it wasn't the one of the little cheapo ones you get, right? And um, you climb up, and I it was a good height. I don't know how high, you know, enough to have good like height differential, but right, like twenty not, feet, you know, yeah, down to down. down to like yeah, a tree, like, but it was like at least <laughs> maybe like twenty feet high, right? And um, we're doing it, you know, it was ziplining, everyone's fine, but we always had. Luckily, we always had people like all right, go up in pairs. Which was smart, right? Always bring a buddy. That's like great. <laughs> so I'm climbing up and I go to zip and I I'm holding on and it stops real hard. Boom. Ugh. And I'm hanging there because my foot was in the stuck in between the wood and the tree. Whatever oh, no. wood wood had been nailed to the tree to climb up. <laughs> so I'm hanging, you know, face forward, bent yeah. like that, hanging with my foot stuck. And I cannot, you know, it's like impossible to like just will yourself back up. Like, you can't. <laughs> um, and I could not get my foot undone. I remember like screaming and or crying. I forget, you know, I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, um, Ben was there. Mm-hmm. I think it, it must have. And then he was close to me like I'm I'm coming up and he was already like halfway like we'd gone up as buddies and he yanks a few times at my foot and lets it go oh man and I zip <laughs> down <laughs> but that would have been 
straight down. Like you, I couldn't hold on long enough. Like I remember feeling right. like I'm, I, I don't think I can hold on much longer. And then he was pulling on my foot, and then I barely made it to the like zipway down. Like I almost had to let go halfway through. <laughs> but that <laughs> would have been, like, yeah, that would have been like straight down from yeah, the top first. from the tree. Like, oh. <laughs> I have a similar a similar story where I I jumped off of um, a horse paddock I guess you know like a lean to mm-hmm. and uh, the roof was corrugated uh, steel and it, it was it was in a on the edge of a um, a barnyard so the horses were you know or they were in a barnyard and then the little paddock lean to thing was right on the side and then right on the other side of like outside of the barnyard, uh, the hill came up. So you know when they when they made the barnyard, they dug down into the hill and then flattened out the barnyard. Mm. So you get this kind of steep hill right behind the um, the uh, the lean-to, and so we would climb up on the lean-to from the fence, like next in you know surrounding the paddock, and then we would jump off the lean-to back onto the hill, like when we whatever when we were done playing on top. And I jumped off one time, and my shoelace got caught on like a nail that was holding the corrugated top one. And I just like went to jump and just my, my one foot didn't go. And so I just like, whoo, just pivoted straight down. Fortunately, you know, the hill is there. So I put my hands out and, and like caught myself. <laughs> and I don't remember what happened. I guess my, my shoe came off or something, but, uh, but then I, that's, I sprained my wrist. That's like the worst accident I've had on my, but I remember, I remember like hurting it hurting so bad. My wrist, I like, I was like, uh, definitely broke my wrist, but uh, but it was just a sprain. And then I got to wear a, a camo bandana as an arm sling. Wear that to school. Oh, that's that cool. was sweet. Yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> got a cool bandana. Mom was like, I'm sure mom was probably like, hey, what can I do? Here, put a sling. It'll hold your wrist up. And it'll look cool because it's camo. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's like when I jumped out of the tree and my foot got stuck. Yeah, and I went straight yeah. down and put my hands out. You know and. Oh, I remember running home, like crying again, thinking oh, uh, the, my arms were like limp, hanging down. <laughs> You're like running with your arms down. I was like, running uh, just, oh. yeah, like that. But they both felt broken. And then slowly mm-hmm. throughout the night, one was fine. One felt mm-hmm. better and one did not. It was a small fracture or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I had to cast the glow-in-the-dark spooky cast. <laughs> nice. Which kind of sucked, you know, because like during the day, it's just like a dirty white cast <laughs> right exactly yellowish white <laughs> you know i was like yeah. awesome like oh you can use glow in the dark castles like that's sweet uh, yeah so yeah. it was kind of cool for about you know two minutes after the nights after the lights were off but then after that it's like <laughs> well <laughs> no it's just a dark a white cast in the dark mm-hmm. <laughs> so i uh I have another, uh, well, I have a couple more, but one of the other things that I did, I've done to myself, um, was I was in the shop and this was not all that long ago, sometime maybe within the last year, year and a half. And uh, I was doing some leather work and so like doing a saddle stitch where, you know, kind of, you put your, you have two needles and you go through the same hole from either side of the edge of the a leather, whatever you're making. And then you kind of bring them both up to the next hole and bring both up to the next hole. So you're creating these like figure eights going through. And, um, so usually what I'll do when I'm doing that type of thing is I'll either, I'll either drill out all the holes or I'll punch them all. And then I'll push an all through to open up that hole so that way I can get the needle through and push everything through. Cause it's usually through a couple layers of, of leather. And, uh, 
even still with that, you know, pushing a needle through the leather sometimes is pretty tough. So I'll like push it through one way and then, um, you know, if I can get it all the way through, then great. And if I can't, I'll grab pliers and I'll push it through and then I'll grab them from the other side and pull it out. Just kind of do that back and forth. So occasionally you hit something where it's just kind of hard to push through. And, uh, so I had the needle in my one hand and I had, I don't know how, I can't remember exactly how this happened, but like I was holding the needles and I pushed it through and I went like straight through my thumb, like in one side, out the other side. And like, but it, you know, in that situation, it's in that instant, it was like pain. So I pulled it out really quickly. So like in and out, but, but I definitely like needle went all the way through. It went like. Oh, was it? I can't remember exactly (laughs) where it was, but it was like, you know, through my, I think maybe it was, I don't, I don't think it went through my thumbnail, but I think maybe it went like, you know, diagonally, like through, you know, into my thumb, into the pad of my thumb and then out the side Mm. and then back through, you know, obviously missed bone, whatever. But, uh, so I do that. I, I'm pushing through it. Like, you know, it's pretty tough and it, it must've slide It like gave and like went right into my thumb and pulled it out. Ah, and this like jet of blood just shot out of my thumb <laughs> at like in the same direction. I pulled the needle out. It just goes quick. And like, <laughs> it was the only time I've ever seen blood shoot out of my body, like a scary movie. <laughs> it was like, and it was like, and just like shot out of my body and like got on the, on the workbench and on some things I was working on and on the floor. And it wasn't like, not like gushing, but it was like this like single stream, you know, with all these no, little dro- droplets. Like, isn't that the, that's the blood that's on Maeve's toy box. Yes, that is what it on is. The, yep. So that can still be seen because the inside isn't painted. So <laughs> if you right. look yep. on, the, on the bottom shelf of that toy box, there's dots of blood all dots over. Of blood. That's right. Yeah. And they're little too, right? Because it's like, a I was like, oh, that was crazy. Like like blood shot out of me. I was like, weird. that never happens. You know, usually you're like, ow, and you know, you get this blood running down your hand or whatever, but nope. Tweak. Mm. <laughs> Again, not too dramatic, but, uh, just slightly bloody stories. Yeah. All right. So I have, um, I have, I have a couple more, uh, shop stories, but I also have some kind of creepy stories that I, uh, have experienced myself and some people who've told me some stories. So, um, one of the things, um, so somehow, well, at least most of these would revolve around uh, my in-laws, <laughs> creepy stories. Uh, <laughs> so my mother-in-law, Betsy, she um, has had a few different uh, interactions with ghosts in the past. Um, and the one that like stuck in my brain, the one I remember specifically, the one that's like the most vivid, um, is that, so when, uh, when my, I think my wife was in high school, maybe middle school and high school, they lived in Bennington, Vermont. And, uh, if you know, Bennington, it's an old, um, it's an old city, you know, an old town. And it's, uh, it has like monuments from the civil war, the revolutionary war, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that went through that area in Vermont and upstate New York. Um, and so they moved to this house, this old house that was from the 1800s. And, uh, um, Betsy always had kind of like, she loved that house. It was, it was a great house. And I actually got to visit it one time when my wife and I were dating in college. And, uh, so she always, she always had like a little bit of a kind of a funky feeling about the house, like that there was something, something there other than just, you know, 
them, <laughs> something paranormal. Um, mm-hmm. So she had had some weird feelings and kind of had caught some glimpses of things out of the corner of her eye, but never really anything like, you know, very obvious until one night when uh, she was in the house um, and it was, it was late at night and she, they, I think they had like a, um, like a second refrigerator in the basement. And this was like a dirt floor, you know, kind of underground old school basement. So you go down, all the rafters are there and it's kind of that underground, maybe some concrete, mostly dirt floor. Um, and so she was like in the kitchen or whatever and had to go downstairs. And so she went over to the stairs that went down to the basement and, um, and went and opened the door and then went to turn on the light, but looked downstairs And before she turned on the light, like at the bottom of the stairs in the basement was a woman standing in a white dress looking up at her from the bottom of the stairs. (laughs) I was just like, like when she was telling me the story, I was like, giving me chills, give me chills now because Mm. my mother-in-law is like a, a very type a very like, you know, I mean, she's, She's a little like hippie, you know, and sometimes, but not, not in the way, not like, uh, everything, you know, like, not like she doesn't believe in hippie, like not, exactly. not, not crystal hippie. Right. Like hippie, like, you know, she likes like old classic rock and she like smokes some weed sometimes and, you know, like, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and like, and her friends and her like to like, you know, they'll, they'll, I don't know. Like they, it's like save the planet hippie, not right. Not, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like run out in the, like with all our friends, they all go camping and they'll run out in like a snowbank naked and jump into water or something, you know, like, so she's got like, like, you know, that type of hippie, but like, so not like, a believe in everything hippie she's very much a realist um but you know when like she told me the story i was like i don't have any reason not to believe her but i was like oh that's great and she just like she didn't turn the light on she just closed the door and just didn't go into the basement i was like yep that was a good a good idea (laughs) well here's the thing uh, though what if it was something that she thought she saw and she never turned on the light to it could have been something hanging it could have been like a shirt i mean she said it was a woman standing there looking up at her well, there's a lot of, I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, yeah, yeah, I hear There's you. a lot of yeah. things I see walking around my head. You know, you like, oh, is that right. a person? But it's a jacket or it's a reflection of yourself right. in a, yeah. like that's happened a hundred times to me. Right. Yeah. Where it looks like someone's in my room. Right. And then it's just not, you know, you turn on your light and you realize, oh, it's just like. Right. I mean, I think, you know. The like way this what... thing is leaning against the door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the way that she described it was it wasn't like a, you know, she wasn't mistaking it for something else, right? Because mm. it was like just at the bottom of the stairs standing right there. There was a woman standing there looking up the stairs at her. Did she tell you her in reaction? Dress. Uh, I, like I said, I think from what I can remember, I think she just was like, she didn't feel scared by it. She just didn't want to go down into the basement <laughs> at that moment. So she just like closed the door and I think went back. I don't know. Yeah, if I'll, have to, were, I'll have to ask her again about it. Right. She's like, oh, that's bullshit. I was just lying to you. You're just some... <laughs> no. You believe that? No. But it was... Um... Yeah, some people say they like feel peace in certain things. Yeah, right. So maybe I would say either it's... If there were no... If it has no connection to your actual like mental state, if it can't like calm right. you, right? Right. I, I would be totally freaked out. Right. I'd, I'd probably go back and try to turn the light on, mm-hmm. but I don't know how I would 
recover that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, having seen you. something like I would be staring at the door, like in horror, <laughs> like right. something's <laughs> down there. Like I, I would have to leave the house right. unless there was some type of calming spirit. Like it's right. You they, had that. You they, felt yeah, they, like they, yeah, they feel yeah. they, they somehow it puts a feeling or view of ease. Like, right. Hey, right. this is just where I live. This is, or this is just kind of a weird phantom memory. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it was Stanley Kubrick that said, like, burnt toast. It's not still there, but you know mm. it was there. Mm-hmm. It's like the like the shining. The right. the haunting is the building. The evil is in the building, not necessarily yeah. the man right. it's chasing like the people. Whatever around. happened left left like a, an imprint on that moat, right. on that space. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, and like I said, she had said she had felt some... You know, kind of felt that there was something in the house, and I, she may have had some other interactions with mm. that type of thing. And I also think, and I can't remember these. I'm I'm kind of like speculating, or not speculating, but I'm kind of like kind of pulled back through my memories of different stories that she's told me. Um, I think that like maybe there were someone who also went to the house and also felt like you know definitely felt like there were more spirits there or saw something in a window or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also yeah. don't don't you just I mean knowing that it's an old house and then I think you just naturally have more feelings of something like that. Right. So I I think there's 50% chance you have just more this is a weird old house. I wonder what was in here. People like right. died here. I know the history. Right, there's right, like right. there was actually in that house in Bennington there was uh Oh wait, no, that's the house in Middletown. Oh, another thing. right so you have these already things floating through your head Mm -hmm. you know and then where who was it aunt sue or something i was like watching her house she had an old house yeah and i remember being very spooked out there alone luckily i was watching the dogs so yeah the dogs (laughs) were like yeah right come on dogs that's the best man Mm -hmm. nothing like a that's that'll take you're you're all good i got the dog yeah, right. Exactly. They'll sense these things. They'll yeah, sense you know, evil. Yeah, you know the dogs are sensing the different stuff, right? So, the dogs are cool. We're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so the other kind of creepy place that my in-laws have lived is in Middletown, Virginia, another old house, like a, uh, definitely a um, Civil War era house, and it was actually, uh, from what, what we were told or what Field I was told, no, it was a... Um, it was a stop. Well, there, so my in-laws live right near like Charlestown, Virginia and um, Bull Run, like right on, along uh, Route 1181. There's a lot of like battles that happened in that area. So there's like right. re- reenactments on those fields and stuff. But um, they, um, their house was um, supposedly one of the stops on the Underground Railroad. Mm. You know, so moving slaves from the south up to the north, uh, right? Secreting them, so that was kind of cool. But um, and they had this like this one rock wall that was in the entryway that had different carved names on it from different years because it was a school at one time. So it has like, excuse me, like carved into this stone different people's names and what you know, and the dates. And there's like ones that are like old scripty from like 1850 whatever, like crazy, mm-hmm. super super old. It's really cool. But, um, so in that house, um, 
there that one was where there was like uh, some weird stuff like a murder suicide at one point in the 70s or 60s or something and uh mm. and some different stuff that had happened in that house but um i i never felt any like funkiness there and i always like i always was kind of on the i was on the lookout to feel that type of thing you know what i mean like do I feel weird? Do I feel funky? Like, do I feel any spirits? And I never really did. You know, we lived there for a year or so um, with my in-laws. And then we obviously were there all the time, stayed there with them all the time. And so I spent, you know, hours in, in like in the living room, watching TV by myself late at night, you know, alone in the quiet, dark house and like never really, you know, we're not alone, but people are upstairs in bed, but, and never really felt any weird thing, but it was always kind of in my mind. Um, but the first time, one of the first times I visited when, again, when my wife and I were dating in college, um, my in-laws moved from Bennington, moved down to Virginia. And so they moved into that house and my father-in-law stayed there. He moved down in like October of 2000, uh, 2001. And then, my mother-in-law and brother-in-law moved down uh, in, like, I think maybe January, December or January. So they moved down. And during that time, they were renovating part of the house. And so they're, like, redoing the kitchen and in the, in the newer side. And then they were redoing the whole old side. So the oldest side of the house was... Uh, they were redoing the bedroom upstairs and like the then the whole stairway that went from the downstairs to the upstairs. So they were kind of re renovating that old side of the house to put in new stairs and new floors and things for the upstairs bedroom and the downstairs living room. So when I went to visit, um, we, uh, I was like, we, I was staying for the weekend while, while Nicole and I were dating. And so, uh, my, in-laws were staying there. Their bedroom was on the new side of the house. Um, you know, it's like a stone wall that kind of divides the old and new side of the house. And so they were on the new side of the house and my brother-in-law was his bedroom. Like, so everything was on the new side of the house and my wife was staying on the new side of the house, but they made me sleep in the old side of the house in the renovation area. So the floor to their bedroom was complete but the walls were not complete so it was all like studs like new new uh you know new construction but all studs and opened up so like you know the studs and and kind of fault like incomplete walls and incomplete stairway but like the floors were done and so there was like an air mattress and a little lamp on the floor mm. In, in this old side of the house that's all open like right. all the rafters are open and everything is like I'm in this like skeleton of an old house that's like 250 years old right and uh so it's a, it's a night and I'm I'm laying you know in the little air mattress by myself and the lamps and then next to me and I'm I'm like reading a book or something and this was this was uh before smartphones it's not like I was playing on my phone I'm like hanging out and I'm and I start hearing this like really subtle, like hum, like a, mm. and I'm like, I'm hearing, I'm like, I'm hearing things I'm like, what the heck is this? It's like a little hum, like, mm, mm. and it's like, kind of like someone humming or kind of like something vibrating. Like couldn't really. And it's like, I'm like kind of hearing it, but not really. And I'm like right. looking around 
And I'm like trying to read and trying to like, nothing's going on. It's fine. It's no big deal. I'm just in this old house. It's no big deal. It's just like, and you know, because I'm in this room that has like a light on it and I have these like uh, wall joists around me, but then, so the light is hitting the joists, but then past the joists, which is like another into other rooms and stuff. It's kind of like, like the smithy where I'm looking out into the dark. <laughs> right, so I can't right. see. Right. So I'm like, okay. And then, and then I hear the humming and it's getting louder. And you're I'm like, like what the like, fuck it, is that? It, it's a bad time to be reading the the best of Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm like laying there, and I hear this humming, and then it starts coming from my left. Like, I'm like, what is it? And I look over, and out of the window, because there's these windows that come all the way down the floor, I, I'm like, look out, and I look at the window, and then right as I look over, like, a big moth, like, hits the window. And it's like vibrating and it's like flapping its wings on the window. Like, <laughs> it scared the shit out of me as I look over. It's like, and I was like oh, jeez. <laughs> so it was just like a stupid moth and bugs and stuff that were attracted to the window because the light was on inside the room. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, and they're flapping their wings on the window. And like, but it's weird because it didn't, you know, in the moment I'm in this scary, this weird side of the house and like all these things, like you said, right. It's like a situation where your imagination starts to go Oh yeah. and like the sound, like once I realized it was bugs in the window, it made sense, right? That's this humming, you know, cause it's like soft wings beating the window and sometimes it vibrates a little louder and sometimes it's lower and whew, it, scared, right. it scared me. And it was funny. So like later, years later, um, you know, I, I told that story to my in-laws, um, I guess maybe a couple of times, but it's come up since then. And, and they always say, they're like, they're like, man, we knew you were like a keeper when we put you on that old side of the house and you like slept there overnight. However many nights it was that you guys stayed there and you like still hung around. <laughs> like they're like, that was a weird, scary side of the house. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Thanks. Your daughter's were, pretty hot. So they yeah, were testing cool. you. They were. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, th- that house there, there was, um, like my, my in-laws never had any, like any weird things happen with them. Not that I know of, but they had some, like my mother-in-law, Betsy had a friend who, um, who definitely like was more in tune with the spiritual world. And she came to visit one time. It wouldn't even go inside. It was mm. like, Oh no. Like she drove up and was like, Nope. They just stayed outside and hung out. Like she like, as soon as she got there, she like felt weirdness and like felt all sorts of spirits in that house. She's like, Nope, not going inside. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, <laughs> wild stuff. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that was, that was a, that was a weird one, but, um, but it was fun. You know, <laughs> it was like, it's like, I never like, because I knew about the different, like kind of creepiness that people got from the house. I was always like, like I said, ready to experience something, but I never, you know, never really experienced anything. I was like, is there a weird thing? Do I feel weird? No, I'm fine. I just walked yeah. through the house at night. You know, no big deal. I, I think all that is very possible. And if I had to bet on it, I would bet that yes, there's ghosts and spirits and like right. But like all those ghost shows. Yeah. And thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of hours of footage. They can get right. nothing. And maybe that's not how you can see it, but you'd think you would get a recording of something like all those shows which were so great to watch when they first came out, remember? Yeah, they're ghost like, hunters. We're, we're going to stay in the most haunted hotel in the country. Yeah. We're going to put cameras everywhere. And it never got anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, there was tough. There was definitely, like, 
yeah, stuff that showed like, stuff. Oh, yeah. If we slow it down a hundred times, looks like a, a guy wearing a hood it might, looking at the camera. It might say we heard something. You know, it was always something yeah, like right. that. Like it was never just like there's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was always. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's like pipes or something. Or it's like if if you had your situation and you that wall was blocked off, it had right. been finished. Yeah, you might be telling the story now of like I was there and there was someone humming, right. and I and you might have got afraid enough in like five minutes later to not sleep in there. Yeah, right, like, guys. I'm just gonna sleep and like you slept on the couch that night and then just drove <laughs> yeah, drove right. back to college the next day. <laughs> You know, I'm done. That's, yeah, that's right. equally that could have happened like very easily right. if you couldn't if you, you couldn't see that window, right? Yeah, but I do. I love a good spooky story. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have two more shop accident stories, both uh, that happened to friends of mine. Um, <laughs> Sean, we were actually at uh, our friend Brian's house, and we were we were helping him. Um, kind of clean up a shop and get it all kind of re- reorganized and reset up. And, uh, we were, we were cutting some stuff on, um, the table saw and Sean was cutting like some kind of thin pieces. Um, and then, you know, if you know a table saw when the, where the blade goes down, there's a gap, right? And ideally you try to, you put in a guard that makes that gap as small as possible. Um, just because you want, you know, whatever wood you're cutting, you don't want it to fall down in next to the blade. But that's like definitely exactly what happened when Sean was like pushing something along and he wasn't using a push stick. And it was like in a situation where like normally it would be fine, but, uh, I'm, I'm watching him and he's like, he's done it a couple of times. And I'm thinking like, man, I should really say something. I should really say like, use a push stick or, you know, like, and as soon as I had that thought, as soon as I'm like, I should really say something. I like literally am watching him and I just like turn my eyes away. Cause I'm like, I can't watch this. Like I, I can see what's <laughs> going to happen. As soon as I turn my eyes away, he goes, Oh, and sure enough, he was like pushing something in and the blade like sucked the wood down into the little gap. And because it like sucked it down in, he pushed his hand forward and put his thumb right into the blade. Now, fortunately it was just a little bit, but like his thumb right went into that table saw blade. He's mm. like, oh, pulled back. I was like, oh, and I like I turned around, and looked at him. He's like holding his hand, you know, and it's like, and I could see that it's starting to bleed a little bit on his fingertip. He's like, oh, I just hit my fingertip on the blade. And I was like, man, I was just about to say something, and then I looked away because I couldn't watch you because I just could imagine what was going to happen. And literally, right. what happened? Oh, it was like it was such a silly, like such a a dumb thing to do. I'm not saying Sean's dumb, but like he knew it, you know, afterward he was like, I knew I shouldn't do that. Like, yeah, I know how to use tools. I know that you don't put your hand close to tools. It's like, we were just walking. It was like, things were working quick, you know, like when you're just not taking your time and you're working a little quick and you're just like getting things done. And then like, oof. but it was just like that situation where I like felt it. I was like feeling like, tingles and I'm like oh I should really say something and then I just like looked away because I couldn't watch it because it was like watching a scary movie where you have to look away because you know something's going to happen sure enough finger right yeah, it's, it like, is one of those things where you also in your brain you're also thinking I know what can happen mm-hmm. so maybe I'm a little pre- better prepared if it does now blades yeah. like that which can really you know chop your finger off in a second you, yeah. you, before you even have a second to think about it but like, there's always we've all done those things where you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing this. And what happens is that thing you thought you shouldn't be doing it. Like that's exactly you know something. Yeah. Happened. Like <laughs> I was trimming a tree 
with a sawzall up on a ladder. <laughs> I was like, this tree's probably going to come down like right on me. And then having this sawzall still kind of running, it probably isn't mm-hmm. good. <laughs> and then it, sure enough, I cut it. The branch falls and I like jump to the side and like throw the sawzall away from me <laughs> and the ladder like it lands like right on the ladder and like everything. I was like, well, I was kind of ready for it to happen. Right. I didn't want yeah. it to happen, but at least I was like, oh, this is probably not smart. Right. I better be, I better be, I better be ready to like, you know, pull the ripcord. Yeah. Right. And that's what I did. But it was exactly what you thought was going to happen. Yeah. Jumped away. Like, I don't know. <laughs> throw the saw. Um, yeah, you got one more for us? I do. Um, so uh, the other thing that happened, which is another thing that I um, saw coming. <laughs> so Brian, my other, my other buddy, we were actually at his place when Sean cut his hand on the saw. Um, he we, he and I went to a, um, uh, like a, oh, what's it called? A, uh, an estate sale for like a shop. You know, so it was like somebody's shop that they were selling everything from the shop. So he and I went and we, you know, got a couple of small things and uh, there was a small like a workshop top table, tabletop lathe there um, that he actually got. He didn't he didn't get it on the day, but he sent the guy a message later and he was like, hey, I kind of saw your lathe and wondering if it's still there. And if so, you know, would you accept uh, whatever price? Right. So he got the lathe. And, um, so he and I, we actually used the lathe a couple times together, but, uh, you know, different, you know, making different things. But, um, one time he was, he was, had, had seen and watched a couple of YouTube videos and a couple of tutorials of people who will, um, like cut and, or like glue and cut and glue and cut, basically putting things back together. Like you would do with, uh, like a pattern welded Damascus, but then when you, you kind of glue blocks back together and then when you glue them back together, then you can turn them on the lathe and you get these cool patterns that happen when the, that blocky wood turns into a circular piece of wood. Hmm. Um, and one of the things that people will do is they'll use like brass or copper in between pieces of wood to make, you know, metal lines going through. Um, and he was telling me about this and telling me about like gluing them back together with uh, cyanacrylate, you know, like super glue. And I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, that seems a little risky for like doing something on the lathe. Right. He was like, yeah, he's like, I, yeah, he's like, I kind of felt the same way. He's like, but you know, the tutorials that I'm seeing and the people, the, the videos that I'm watching, like other people have done it and this is like what they do and they've you know, been successful. I was like, I don't know. I was like, okay. I was like, but you know, usually if you want to do, you know, wood and metal together, you, you like drill holes in it or something. So that way you get some, some bond between the wood across the metal. That's why we drill holes and knives, you know, so we get like this bond. So it's not just glue, wood glued to metal. He's right. like, yeah, he's like, I understand. I was like, he's like, but you know, I'm going to try it. I think it'll be cool. I was like, all right, that's fine. You know? So, uh, sure enough, he's at the lathe and I'm, I'm not with him during this time, but he kind of glues everything up and, you know, you kind of, you like do two blocks together and then you cut them at an angle and then you turn it and you put it back together and then you cut it. And so it's like five or six cuts and glues and things. So you're getting this block of wood that has, you know, different stripes of metal through it and all like different things. And then when you turn on the pattern, you get a cool, like, you know, Celtic knot thing that happens around a, a sphere, you know, or a cylinder. Um, mm. So he has it all done. He's kind of cut and put it all back together. And he's 
chucked it up in the lathe and he's working on it and it's going pretty well and he's just like you know cutting away on it and it just he just caught metal on you know on the blade of his of his uh you know lathe tool and it just exploded and shot right at his face hit him Mm -hmm. right in the lip and the eyebrow and like had to get stitches in both of them because just bleed blood like coming down (laughs) and i was like oh man so like that thing he was just you know on the lathe it just broke apart you know who knows like what it was like why it did it maybe it was just like an angle what you know because it it could have worked perfectly fine another time or whatnot but Mm. I was like, oh man. So now he always, he always, he still like uses the lathe and all, but he always has a, a full, uh, like a plastic face shield. Now oh, yeah. when anytime right. he, he works on the lathe, you know, and I think obviously he had his safety glasses on and he had whatever else on that he was using, but he wasn't wearing a full shield. And if yeah. he would have been like, he would have been fine or, you know, potentially, but yeah, I was like, Oof, man, and then, like wood and metal just flying at your face. But sure enough, he like got a, I think I get like two stitches in the eyebrow and, his like cheek was, you know, whatever it was, didn't need stitches, but it's like, whew, man, it, like so close to his eye and his face and this like metal and wood. Right. And I was uh-huh. like, I just didn't feel good about it. When he was telling me about it. I was like, it looks cool. Like he showed me pictures of what I was like, it looks awesome. But you know, my, <laughs> my experience with metal and wood with knives is like, I don't know. It's a little, bit, a little crazy. He's like, yeah, I think so too. But you know, from what I've seen, it looks okay. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right i'm excited to see it done it looks cool <laughs> yeah sure enough he like sent me a message he was like ah oh, it completely exploded on me i was like oh don't want to say i told you so but <laughs> maybe next time but yeah oh, yeah and then uh brutal stuff so my last i have i have last little scary stories and these are from when we were kids and these are fun so the one thing we always did was that we would always uh we'd always freak ourselves out like our brothers and us, you know, we would like get ourselves going about stuff. And one of the things that I remember specifically, two things I remember, one is that we would, we'd run when we were living on the farm, we'd run from the house to the car. If we were going somewhere at night, we would like run from the house to the car and get in the car really quickly because we thought that wolves were going to come out of the woods and get us. Because <laughs> right. the same thing, you know, like you turn the light on to the outside and you see, and our, our driveway was maybe 50 yards away or so, you know, like up, up a walkway and up to where our driveway was. So we would like have to go from the house to the car and then along the driveway to the right, maybe another 40, 30, 40 yards were the woods. And so you had to go from the house to the car in the dark and you could see the woods right there. And we always like freak ourselves out. They're like, there are going to be wolves. So we'd all like <laughs> run as fast as we could to the car. And we'd jump in the car and lock the doors. Like, you know, like we knew if we were in the car, we were safe. But like every time it was always like, oh, here we go. We got to get there before the wolves get us. The wolves. Then, yeah. Right. Cause there are wolves, you know, there are wolves in Maryland. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. They don't chase down children. No, they don't, and they also probably don't live in Maryland. <laughs> right, backs of wild wolves. Yeah, right. Right outside of Baltimore. <laughs> and the the last one, same thing. We would uh, we would visit our friends who lived down like uh, the properties next to us down this hill. We had uh, at the farm we lived on. We had two drives. We had a front driveway that came up to our house, and then we had a back driveway that came up to the back of the property, which also connected to a few other people's properties, and so. To go to our friend's house, we would walk to the back of the property and then down the driveway 
and then they had like a little path that connected the driveway down to their house, which was um, along another kind of adjacent street. And uh, so this is Freddie's house. So whenever we would come back up from Freddie or Jesse's houses down there, uh, we'd have to walk from their house at night, you know, cause it was always typically at night we'd come home, you know, dinner time or whatever. We'd have dinner at a friend's house and we'd all walk back and this would be like all of us together, all the brothers or one or two of us, whatever. And so we would come and we would walk up that driveway and it was a tree line driveway. Both of our driveways were, so it was like mm-hmm. through the woods, you know, up. And so we'd be walking up the hill cause these both driveways were like go up to the hill to the top. And then our farm was up on top of a kind of a ridge on, you know, in a, on top of a hill. And so we'd be walking up this driveway and at the top of the driveway, when it went out to the top of the hill, um, that's where the woods would end and that's where our cornfields would start. And so we'd see the silhouetted, uh, opening out of the woods into right. the sky. And so right. you're like walking up the driveway right. and you just see this, like, it's all dark around and you see this like silhouetted archway. And we always would like freak ourselves out that we thought like there would be a pack of wolves that we would see silhouetted against the sky <laughs> at the top of the drive as we're walking up this hill. So we'd all be walking together and we're like, the wolves are going to pop out any minute. You're like, all right, just keep walking. We're fine. We're okay. But the woods, the wolves are going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was always wolves. Always the, like the, they're the worst, you know. Wolves and I remember, wolves. I remember this type of talk and what <laughs> you guys would do as we'd walk through the woods at any time of day or night. <laughs> you would all scatter into the woods and leave me there <laughs> until I started to cry and panic, <laughs> and then maybe you'd come back. It's all uh, right. Got him, sucker. Got him. <laughs> you thought you were gonna die, idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> You guys tell me all these wolf stories and then just leaving me on my own. Just like dive into the brush. You couldn't see us. Terrible. Guys. I was five, you know. <laughs> you guys messed up. <laughs> like, you're still alive. Take it easy. Cry, baby. We're, we're looking out for the wolves. Don't worry. Guys. Yeah, we're, yeah, we were watching out for you. <laughs> but yeah. Good times, good stare stuff. I was trying to think of different ones, but those are the ones that really stuck in my mind the most over the years. I did have a friend in college, uh, Katiri, who who definitely like was more in tune with the spirit world. She told me a couple kind of crazy stories of different things she saw. Like once she was coming down from her upstairs to her downstairs, and her, she had a couple friends over, and uh, she walked down her steps, and then there was like a living room and then the kitchen kind of kitchenette thing. And she saw like one of her friends walk from the living room across the doorway to the stairs into the kitchen uh-huh. and then walk down and then went and, t- and she turned from the stairway toward the living room area and saw her, f- all of her friends, including the one friend she thought walk into the kitchen still in the living room. Mm. And so she like turned and looked in the kitchen. There was no one in the kitchen. Mm. I was like, that's crazy. That's pretty wild. And then she yeah. also said, like, often she would see things, like, in the corner of her vision, like, in her peripheral vision. You know, she'd see what she, she'd think was a person, and she'd turn, and there would be no one there. Yeah. Like, and that happened to her pretty often. So I was like, oh, that's pretty wild. You know, that's, like, one of those things where you think she probably was in tune to something that was, you know, or maybe it's something in her vision. Who knows? Like, you know, but <laughs> right. But the, the one seeing that her friend walk, or somebody walk across, you know, like, a younger girl walk into the kitchen and not being anyone there, I was like, that's wild. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if I have any of those, but yeah, usually kind of figure out what happened. Yeah, 
you're like, oh, that person right. was here, this, or I didn't see, or it was a reflection. You know, it's right. a lot of reflection yeah. stuff. It's a lot of jackets hanging. <laughs> yeah. Right. A lot of that type of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been scared, startled going out in the morning to my vehicle right. in different houses by deer. Yeah, right. That's scary. <laughs> When they come busting out and then pass you, you're like, <gasps> this huge thing. I'm flying by, scares the crap out of you. Yeah, right. I've been scared <laughs> by horses on acetique going to take a pee. Oh, yeah. And it's just there next to you. <sighs> like, a, you know, a monster the size of you, you know? <laughs> yeah, Way bigger right. than you. <gasps> oh, shit. They're just out there, you know? <laughs> that yeah. type of stuff, but cool, good stuff. Yeah. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get some more creepy stuff. So look out for our under a minute short spooky uh cult yeah. member uh attacking dustin and then a dustin fighting <laughs> <Yeah>. back <laughs> um fun. i'm excited for recommendations i want to do if you haven't seen the shining see the shine it's like the all best right. horror movie of all time um but for current ones if you haven't seen the witch watch the witch Ooh. 2015 um it's the same guy who did the Northman, you know the new right. one, the Northman. Yeah, he, with, he, uh, he did light the lighthouse too, which I never finished. Mm-hmm. But the witch is. Have you seen the witch? Mm-mm. Oh, you should watch it in the next few days, or you know, if, you, if it's on anything, you're gonna right. Um, really good, really really creepy. It's basically the 1600s in New England, mm-hmm. and this family gets kind of kicked out of their religious town for whatever reason. And they have to go out and start their own, like, homestead, mm. you know, out in New England. And then things happen, and then people are start accusing each other of witchcraft. Mm. Um, but it's really, really well done, really creepy. And uh, I still think of that movie sometimes. You know it's a good one when you, like, every once in a while it just floats into your head. Like, yeah, oh, that, right. that was good. <laughs> um, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah so check, nice. check that out if you... I, it's got to be on something. I think it's on, like, Netflix or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it, like, since... I think I mentioned it to you, like, or, you know, you mentioned to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that around. It's like the, the goat head, you know, is like the, the image the of devil. whatever. Well, yeah, yeah right. Satan and... and uh, yeah. It's actually really well... I mean, he, he shoots stuff really well. It's really actually a beautiful, like, film. Nice. Right, it's yeah. shot so nice with natural light everywhere. You know, it's really beautiful, but really freaky. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the new Shining? As in new, as in like the mid nineties? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I saw it since I was a kid. I loved it when I was a kid. Remember yeah, me how too. scared we were watching it on TV? Yeah. Was it was like, it a miniseries? Yeah, it was a miniseries. Or was it? Yeah, I thought it was good, and it was like, uh, who was that actor? I can't remember the actor who played the film. Yeah, yeah, and it was. That's the first Shining I ever saw. I, yeah, I didn't see the original until later in life on my own, just going, oh, that's Stanley Kubrick. i got to see the, the original right. Shining. Um, no, that one was good. That one apparently was more um, Stephen King-like produced that one because oh, he hated right. the original Shining. Oh, gotcha. Because <laughs> Kubrick did whatever he wanted. Like, right. in the spoiler alert, in the book and in the TV one, it's like a redemption story. Right. He, he blows the hotel up. Right. Uh, and he right. saves his family. In the right. original Shining, uh, Kubrick's Shining, there is no redemption. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily about the guy. It's about the house. 
Mm-hmm. And like this weird never ending loop of like evil in the house that like right. he's been the caretaker for years. Like it's just been a version of him for years in that house. Right. And and different people have been murdered, whether by him or by some other just spirit, some, you know, terrible spirit that's in the in the building. Right. And he you know, Kubrick did what he wanted on pretty much every no no writer ever liked what he did with their stuff because he always changed it. <laughs> and day yeah. by day, he just wrote new lines and new things. And what if this happened? What if that happened? What if this happened? Right. I like this better. It's not... I was watching actually something recently, and he's like, Jack Nicholson, like, but Stanley, like, I would never... I'm trying to be real. He's like, yeah, it's real, but it's not interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 how you would react, but it, it's not interesting. Right. Let's do the crazy thing. I like the crazy thing. Like, it was just whatever his sense was of, oh, that's good. Next. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. We're not going for real, real realism. It's not a documentary. Yeah. It's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. We're trying to entertain. Let's do it. <laughs> that's, that's why he's, he's so wacky in that movie. If you watch right. it, like he's so over the top, super Jack Nicholson, like, right. It's because they do like 50 <laughs> takes of things. And then he would do one super crazy one. And like, all right, that's good. Let's move on. <laughs> that's the crazy one. <laughs> we I like that. That, one. that was, that was perfect. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Get, get crazier, crazier. Right. <laughs> so, um, so my recommendation this week is actually a podcast, um, who has, uh, it's so a podcast called, and that's why we drink. <laughs> and it's uh it's two girls uh christine uh Schieffer and m schultz and it's a paranormal and true crime podcast so Ooh. they um they tell paranormal stories so it, the two girls one will tell a paranormal story and one will tell a true crime story on each episode um <laughs> and and it's really funny because they both like they'll react to each other's stories, you know, cause it's like the one, one of them knows like they're telling the other one, the story, then they, then they exchange. So like it's one story and then the other story. Um, and they actually did the, that hotel and I can't remember the name of it, but the hotel that the shining is based off of oh, yeah. is, is like one of the most haunted places in the world. Mm. Um, and like, there's like hundreds and hundreds of documented cases of people seeing things and hearing things and, you know, and things happening to them and feeling weird things and feeling people push them and, you know, like seeing the little girl and, you know, seeing the bartender and like all that stuff (laughs) is based off of that actual hotel, which is pretty wild. Right. But it's a really fun podcast. Corinne actually started listening to it, and I asked her before we started the podcast. I was like, "What's uh, what's the name of that podcast that you listen to with the two girls, the scary story?" She was like, "Oh, it's called, and that's why we drink." And I was like, "Okay, I think I'm going to do that for my recommendation tonight." She's like, "Oh, that's so cool." She's like, "Oh, I'm so excited you're going to recommend it." I was like, "It's funny." She like got really into it, but but they're fun. They're really fun to listen to, and the one girl always does these like. <gasps> Like these gasps, <laughs> like good, good, good reaction. It's a really good, like dramatic, like reaction. So, like, and then that, or they'll be like talking about some weird crime thing, and they're like, "Ew, like that's so creepy. Like, why is that dude so creepy?" Like, and then you know, then they both are drinking the whole time and like cussing and stuff. It's great. It's fun. You know, it's like they do a really fun job, and it's just interesting stories each time. So, it's called, and that's why we drink. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, right on. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. Halloween episode 149. Next up, episode 150 next week. It's crazy. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, uh, make sure you uh, keep your eye out 
on uh, Halloween on Tuesday for our short that's going to come out. Devin's halfway edited. It looks awesome so far, and you heard it here first. So if you <laughs> you heard it here first, so keep your uh, keep your eyes out for it on YouTube, and make sure you like and subscribe. What's going on over there, and uh, you know, share it. Tell tell people about what we're doing here because that's why we do it. Um, and uh, make sure you check out uh, the Art of Craftsmanship and at the Art of Camera Guy on Instagram, where you can see what we're doing a little bit behind the scenes. Um, I was saying to Devin right before we started that uh, Instagram suggested that I make a reel out of one of my uh, posts. They were like, hey, how about a reel out of this? And I was like, well, that's kind of good. Led Zeppelin song and a bunch of pictures together. So I was like, all right, thank you. And just posted it. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool. But it was some pictures of, uh, of me from Maker Cam, which I was kind of fun. So, but yeah, I just uh, got a couple cool things. And I've been posting some stuff with uh, what's happening in the shop and, uh, keeping everybody up to date i was thinking about posting pictures of the uh, the knife fork and spoon but i think i'm gonna hold off uh maybe i'll give it like a little teaser or something but pretty cool cool uh stuff that we just finished up i should have got something with the um with like you know video of what we're filming like a pictures of of corinne and sean but you know that'll come out quickly so I can also I can do a screenshot tomorrow and you can we can put some of that stuff out that's a good idea cool yeah. nice all right, everybody. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our uh, our Halloween scary shop stories and scary paranormal stories episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Devin, always a pleasure. Yeah. Everybody else, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.